Target Circle, the program you know and love, now includes automatic deals. The all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target. Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. Plus, the unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360, is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in store or at Target.com slash circle card. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's 902-1ONG with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. What? I'm here. It's 9021OMG. Sorry, everybody. I was late. No, you weren't that late. I'm just going to sit here. If you can't see me, you can't see me. I'm just sitting here smiling because I'm always the late one. Mm -hmm. So in 32 years, this is the one time I'm just going to sit back and be like, yes. Yes. Enjoy your moment. My moment. It's my moment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really sorry. But anyway, they don't know. Our our listeners don't know that I was late. So let's just forget about it. Don't tell them. Never happened. We just did. How is everyone? Good. Shocked. Shocked? Shook? Are you shook like the kids would say? Shook. This is a good episode. It was good. I have one idea for you guys for the end of this podcast. It's new. I invented it. Whoa. Some new categories. So I ask you some categories and you will reveal how you feel from this episode. If you want. It's like a game. Okay. (laughs) Sure. We like games. Yes. This is a good episode, you guys. Season four, episode six, Strangers in the Night, aired October 13, 1993. 
synopsis, Andrea loses her virginity. Yay! To her English teacher, Brenda goes on a blind date with a rich, handsome guy named Stuart. David is the worst roommate ever. John Sears is so persistent with Kelly. She tells Dylan she wants to, quote unquote, see other people. Then Dylan gets carjacked on his way home. We just revealed the end! Spoiler! Why would they do that? Why would they put that in the synopsis? Well, because everyone is supposed to have listened I mean, to have watched the show. So we oh, can right, talk right, about right. It. So everybody knows now. Yeah. Okay, okay, you're right. Okay. <gasps> Did you guys like it? It was shocking. It was shocking. It was shocking. It was so shocking. I was like, wait, why? I don't want this to happen. Is the writer Jennifer Flackett new? Oh, right. Yeah. Written by Jennifer Flackett, which I enjoy saying that name, Flackett. <laughs> and directed, you guys, by James. By Eckhouse. your man, your man, my, my boyfriend. <laughs> oh my god! I'm literally looking at it. I'm like, mm, I think he was one of our favorite directors. I know that name. How do I know that? He directs a lot. <laughs> Did he direct you guys a lot? No, I, I don't didn't even remember that shocking. he directed this one. Like, I didn't remember. No him idea. So aside from Jason, he was the first cast member to direct. The second, so the second one, the second, the se- yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Jason, I just always felt like I don't know. He just I, I always think of director before I even think of anything else. But James Eckhouse, how did he get that in there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember it whatsoever. Whoa, nope. But he did a fine job. I didn't. There was no like extreme close-ups that really bugged me this week, which last week were uh, standing out. Yeah. He did kind of a lot of fancy car shots at the open, which I noticed, like a lot of fancy cars and shots of L.A. again. I don't know Boys if that was toys. him or if that was was second unit. Sometimes they do yeah. oh, what they call second unit. How does that unit, work? And then they send like a little tiny crew cameraman and guys out and they do like, you know, shots of L.A. or Beverly Hills or cars mm-hmm. zooming, you know. That would be like Post would put that in. The director mm-hmm. probably wouldn't deal with that. Mm-hmm. And the director wouldn't get to say like, oh, yeah, I want that in. No. Because it's not really? changing every single episode. Yeah. To the edit now. Oh, wow. But he I might have been that. like, let's start. I'd love to start the show, open the show on Zooming Cars or something so that like the show begins on cars and ends mm-hmm. on cars. Yeah. That's yep. what I was thinking. Yep. I even wrote, is this Grease? Because, you know. <laughs> But they, they went to the old car show. Yeah. It was like, weren't you like, whoa, 90s cars? Totally. <laughs> totally. A couple were like, whoa. They, so, some of them look around. like 80s cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because doesn't the 90s feel like it was just like a couple years ago? <laughs> but it's like really. Or like yesterday it, or, or even today. today. <laughs> like those cars won't really work anymore. I, where I are think they? About if you had a 92 Acura, that thing's not really flowing right now. Well, Dylan's what? car definitely stopped working. <laughs> It'd be vintage. <laughs> An antique car. But somehow, mm-hmm. yeah, the 90s weren't popular antique cars to come back. No, they weren't. They weren't uh, keepers. Nope. You notice, speaking of 90s, that we're in, officially into our, I mean, it started a couple episodes ago, second phase of 90s fashion, which mm-hmm. if you notice... All the stores now are headed into that second phase of 90s fashion as well. True. So gone, not as much like bright colors and abstract prints, but more florals and boots and flannels. Yep. I I like it better. Going into the non-fitted genre. Uh Uh-huh. 
a little more 70s part of the 90s like and the suede jackets with the tassels long big ones like boxy looks like you're wearing your father's coat kind of nice observation it's all coming in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a real quick one and i know Mm -hmm. i've mentioned it that cowhide chair and those beautiful floral pillows on the couch in the apartment the apartment is awesome and they really made it look like you're shooting in an apartment it does. They yeah. Did. It, yeah. yeah. It was they, that whole set was built and they did such a great job, like with the kitchen and yeah, everything. It was big too. The actual set was like the size of an actual apartment, a big ass, a big butt apartment. <laughs> I wonder what the <laughs> real apartment it, it looks like inside. You're going to find out. <laughs> you guys. We have it officially booked. Well, then <gasps> let's tell the people. In December, right around the holidays, a little bit before, we're going to do a special episode with Jenny, Tori, and some special guests from the apartment, which is just like crazy. The actual beach apartment, apartment, which is on Airbnb. It's crazy. I'm glad we got got to get our dates. (laughs) I know, because they're booked a lot. Yeah. Every time I try to book on Airbnb, the dates aren't available. (laughs) Do you think, you guys, we could get, uh, we could refurbish a chair and put a cowhide print on it? Just like it doesn't have anything expensive. Maybe and we Amy, could take you could it bring there. your your ottoman or whatever it is that you lugged onto the show the other day. <laughs> I think we definitely need a cowhide chair and, and some floral pillows. Floral like pillows. That. Yeah. I think we can we do, could it. do it. We can make that happen. That's, that's an easy <laughs> Especially DIY. Just for the photos. But the, it's the exterior photos that are just going to be so oh, awesome. Iconic. It's exactly the same. We're going to have to get together on uh, that whole everything about that episode because it's going to be so good. So excited. <laughs> I, I just love the roomies together, though. I love when we're inside Kelly and, and uh, Donna's apartment and David and the whole vibe between Kelly and Donna and they're bossing David around all the time and telling him what to do. I just love those scenes. It's like frantic, but real friend energy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's Are we so worried about good. David though? He does not go to school. I mean, not yet, but it's heading towards that. We see what's coming. Oh, we do. Yeah. Something, something. Yeah. Off. Because David is still working the night shift on the radio yeah. show. Donna has stopped now. But he's still he works until six a.m. So, you know, she Donna expects him to get up maybe like eleven a.m., maybe twelve, and have like well, a normal day. What about his classes? Right? He's just not going to school. I don't know how that could ever work out. No, and he didn't know he lived with Mister Clean and the Tidy Bowl Man. <laughs> Wait, which one are you? Which one are you? If there's Mister Clean and the Tidy Bowl Man, which one do you want to be? <laughs> Well, in real life, you're the clean person, so you'd be Mr. Mr. Clean. Clean. Yeah. And I'm the tidy bowl man. (laughs) You don't really like that, though. I can tell. Tidy bowl? I was just trying to think of something there. Like, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I think I just loved, though, while we're talking about Kelly and Donna and David, I loved this, this episode the most, I think, because of Kelly and Donna's, the, the relationship that you can see on camera that you know is off camera we know is off camera it mm-hmm. translates and they just seem like the bestest friends like wait they just did seem you notice like- any specifics 
Like, what do you mean? Like, how did you see? I mean, oh, how did you notice that in this episode? Well, specifically, just the banter between them in the apartment and the way they're just so physically comfortable with one another. And then um, definitely on the lawn when they're sitting outside uh, the the sorority house. Uh And uh, they're just hitting each other all the time and like, you know, pushing each other and like just being silly and normal. And it just what made me miss you. I want to push you. It's, I know. <laughs> it's so cute. And there's one of our most iconic friendship photos was taken. Was it the con- Condor's Nest where they're all hanging out playing ping pong and we're sitting kind of back to back with our backpacks? Mm-hmm. Do you guys know what I'm talking I about do. when they're playing ping pong? Okay. So that picture We'll we'll pull it up. It's like one of our like most famous like friendship pictures like in in scene. So do you think if okay, so you're shooting nine hundred two up? Do you think if there if someone had like a video camera just shooting Jenny and Tori, like the physicality would be exactly the same? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I feel like they were like, okay, just roll the camera, and you guys maybe say your lines, maybe don't. (laughs) But that's what it's like with Tori and I. Whenever we're we're together, like somehow we get the work done. But we have so much fun while we're doing it. It's like we're just ourselves when we're working together. It's just has that fun energy. I loved it. And often like we'll just be like going back and forth and bantering and people we just look around and people are just like, oh, my God, you guys really this is really you in real life as well. We're like, yeah. So that's why, like, here on the podcast, we're doing a job. We have a mission here. We got to get through this episode. We do it. We, yeah. Like, but in real life, like, you see us together, it's just like, boop, 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 boop. (laughs) I cut you off. You cut me off. We don't care. We just keep talking. (laughs) Do you guys ever, when you're watching, Jenny, when you're watching, do you sometimes see Tori and not Donna? And same for you, Tori. This whole episode? Yeah. For sure. For sure. There was a lot of Terry moments in this episode. <laughs> really? David! Oh, yeah. You were funny. So she, this is the scream I do often when we're calling. I used to scream my dog this way, oh. Moso! And Jen would be like, right in my ear, right in my ear. Because I wouldn't stop. mean to, but I would turn and scream and it'd be right in her ear. It was, it's awful. It's the worst sound you've ever heard, you guys. And I it's think loud. it's why, like, you might early on go hard of hearing because of me. <laughs> That's why I'm going deaf. Thank you. Yeah. So just to get back to David Silver to to wrap it up a little bit, what do you guys think about that radio boss giving him the caffeine pills? Yikes. I didn't see that coming. Inappropriate boss. Yeah. I thought he was a good guy the way he was like, you know, trying to help Donna. I, I like that actor. I'm glad he's sticking around. He's perfect. He's great. I like I like him, but now Zachary Throne. I remember him. Do you remember him being around a lot? Nope. I just did not like how he said, "If you need something else, come to me." It's like, ew, you're ew. Yeah. Oh no. What is Zachary Throne doing now? Do I know him from something else? Let's look. I was just shocked that all of a sudden he's a drug dealer. Totally. That's that's what I wrote. I unsuspecting drug dealer. Mm -hmm. Oh, and that he's such a pusher. He's like pushing the drugs. It's like, dude, well, you're wants, the boss. He wants David to keep it together so he can <laughs> keep him on the air. For no- that Wait, what is it? He gives him wants. just caffeine pills? Sorry, yes, but he says caffeine pills, yeah. if you need something stronger or if you need something What more. is it? Do you really think it is? Like, is it just? No, it's still caffeine pills now, but. 
Were those called no-dos? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So you're talking, okay, see, that's what I was trying to figure out. So in today's market <laughs> at CVS, it would be like five-hour energy shots, yeah, right? Like liquid. drinks. Okay. <laughs> he was in flushed away and what? Yeah, because I do think people bought those things at like 7-Eleven or something. Yes. Like, like when a, we had to study for finals and stuff, like a yeah. gateway gateway drug. Mm-hmm. Well, he's I've never, never taken. What can that. go wrong with stuff that's over the counter? A lot. Kelly Taylor. <laughs> well, Nothing. So I I didn't know that David had a drug problem before Kelly develops a drug problem. This is very exciting. What? Do you, no, Kelly already. Okay. Oh, but Kelly already had a diet pill problem. Oh, right, right. So what you're going to witness in this show is that. Every, everyone on the show ends up with some sort of drug problem. <laughs> or Fact? some sort of like, you know, socially incorrect yeah. problem. Something something bad is going to almost happen to all the characters, but they're going to survive Yeah, we've already got Dylan sober. Kelly Diet had pills. her issues, probably mm-hmm. should be sober. And now David's going bad down. Path Brandon was a one. gambler. There's a lot of addiction. Mm-hmm. We well, should bring on Zachary Throne. I think I was friends with, I think we were friends with him, Jen. Like I feel we like we hung were. out with him in real life. I think so too. We can, we'll reach out like to he him. He was a musician too. I think he was because he was on Cop Rock. Yeah. And he was also on a show called The Heights that he did, that my dad did, which starred Jamie Walters, who yes. later comes on to the that show. That dude next can season. sing for sure because if he was on Cop Rock and The Heights. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. 
don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the90scruise.com to book your cabin. Do you guys, I just really, really want to talk about Andrea and Dan Rubin. <laughs> okay. I just need, I need to talk Let's about it. Let's do it. Let's jump okay. in. I have a lot to say about Dan Rubin, so go ahead. <laughs> There's a line that really pushed me over the edge. I'm not going to lie. At first, I'm like, oh, Dan Rubin is such a dreamboat. He's so cute. And Still think that? I don't know. <laughs> Serial killer vibes. When he is sitting <laughs> at that table with her in the five size too big blousey denim shirt, He's talking to her, you guys, and he's stroking his long fingers. Did you see it? <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. Go back and look. Just, go back. Oh, you have to. And I'm like, you know what? It's so 
it's such a nuance that I'm like, you know what? I don't think this is a character choice because it's too creepy. I think he strokes. He has really a naturally long, skinny fingers, and he strokes the his, tips of them and the lengths of them while he talks. And I wanted to throw up because I was like, ew. I wonder if he does that when he's sexual. Mm. Well, you almost got to see. Cause almost. What about? Okay, wait. Why would okay. on? Okay. They, first of all, <laughs> when they're first, this is like this. Was this like the first in bed naked? doing it scene we've had on the show no but well nakedy but we've had steve and celeste have been in bed no but no, no. Th- not that's nothing like this this is like skin on skin yeah you know what i think you're right I and they chose it, it for the one that you would never suspect and i for was like wait what i don't know if i want to see this <laughs> of course not i mean because it's andrea and I just don't want to think of her like that, but I guess it's natural and I should be okay with it, but it felt real bumpy. I want to give props to your boyfriend, James Eckhouse. <laughs> I bet he was like, you know what, you guys? Uh, we should make this a little more real. Uh, yeah, this this is how it really would be. Like, I really want to get like into the what you guys think about the fact that he stopped. So he, she wants to tell him she's a virgin, which was good. And then he wants to stop. Is he doing the right thing by stopping or, cause I thought, okay, so if she wasn't a virgin, he's fine doing it. Like, yeah, I was a little bit like, yeah, because he I don't doesn't want to this- deflower her. Oh, why would you say that? <laughs> but I'm thinking like, okay, so Pop if cherry. she's had sex now before, you're good with this being so quick and maybe a one night stand. But the fact that she, I was like, I can't decide if he's a good guy. I felt like that a was a good guy move just yeah. because he wanted How it to be that? more memorable for her. But yeah. then she just lays there and still feeling all the feels. So she gets up and sneaks down the hallway in her little no shoes and her little jeans and pink top and knocks on his door. I was like, don't um, do it. Don't knock on his door. And then they did it the same night. Like he didn't, he didn't, he he stopped it, but he didn't stick That's with what it. I was confused. Is that the same night? So it's the stops it because it was the afternoon because he says, what would you say if I kissed you? What if we went back to the dorms? So was that the afternoon? And then that night, afternoon she goes delight. over at 1230 PM. No, I assumed it was that night when she went back that they did it. I think that's right. So they didn't do it in the afternoon. Then we see the clock says 1230 a.m. And then she goes over. Right. So it was good because she was like really initiating it. She was horny. She was. (laughs) Okay. And she wanted to have safe sex. And did you hear him say I've been tested? Yeah. It was just uh, the whole, I, I was, I was watching like this, like, like what between my fingers, like I was like, oh, I don't want to see Andrea doing it. I don't know why. It just was like watching mom and dad do it. I I thought it got worse later when she said, I can't be your student during the day and your lover at night. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. But then the day after she had a real calm calmness about her. Yes, and she was very glowy. She and was very happy, about matured. Because that's what happens, right? I guess he so. did do the right thing, though, when she asked that, and he said, "Well, I guess you can't be my student." I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Like he's not dumping her, <laughs> right? That so, was like, "Oh, okay." So they're gonna have a cute little little romance. Wonder where yeah. that's gonna go. I don't remember. And what about Brandon? 
because it's like she's blowing him off showing up oh over God. there brandon's so bored on he's like hey guys want to hang out because you know what he is turning into bart simpson he's like oh hello literally yeah. it's there not sexy so many anymore times, uh, there were so many times in this episode i was like bart simpson bart simpson he's acting like bart simpson but it, but he's being fun and playful and i like it not like all mr serious brandon I anymore guess so wait did you notice in the ping pong scene where he's holding up the ping pong uh paddle and he's interviewing steve sanders mm-hmm. and he then pretends like he's like a news show but he breaks the fourth wall and looks right into our camera how could i not know i didn't that? see that like he's like so whatever he says like steve sanders tell us for the viewers at home and then he like puts the mic there the paddle but he actually like looks to our into our camera for the viewers i was like oh interesting and they allowed him to do that i guess i'm gonna have to rewatch this entire episode Check it yeah. out. Totally gotta does. see the fingers gotta see this yeah, we yeah, need to yeah. put that up on Instagram so people can see what we're talking about. Oh, it's good. About. What do they call that? Breaking what? the fourth wall. Fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Yep. He did it. Whoa. I feel like breaking the fourth wall is like Ferris Bueller when he's like, hey, guys. So blah, blah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, so does he just make a mistake? I don't think he made a mistake. I think he chose to do it and no one said anything. (laughs) Wow. I mean, there've been a million times when I've made that mistake and just accidentally stare right down the barrel of the camera. Right. You're like, oh, wow, we're going to have to go again. So that's like you don't do. Right. In acting. We've all done that. And you're like, oh, sorry. I just looked at the camera. Yeah. (laughs) And why is it bad? Because it takes the viewer like out. What's bad about it? It, Because you can't. You have to pretend the camera's not there. Because why would you look into the camera? Who would you be looking at? (laughs) I don't know. It just, and once you do it, you always have that little bit of a panic look because you know you just did it. Yeah, so you well, can't usually use what it. happens when you do it, you get sucked in and you just can't stop like Cindy Brady did. <laughs> Again, Brady Bunch reference. Sorry, guys. But when she was on the on the game show and she couldn't look away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. So she really? loved, no Jenny way. loves the Brady Bunch so much and like has seen every episode and that's one of her favorites. And Same. so whenever she would do it, we'd be like, oh, you just Cindy Brady'd it. <laughs> She'd be like, totally. <laughs> Wait, can I just interject really fast? What is your favorite Brady Bunch episode of all time? Whoa, what that is just out of nowhere. Just please, just, just give really, it to me though. Good. I know Lord. mine. I well, I really was a fan of like um the singing one when the, whenever they're singing and they're they weren't they're the platters. <laughs> Silver platters. Silver platters. I knew you were gonna say it. Or Johnny Bravo. I knew Sorry. it. We can can, can we, we please do a Brady Bunch rewatch? Just oh my like gosh. <laughs> Wait, Jen, did I even tell you this? So I did like the a guest spot on Mass Singer this season and they were revealed. It was a trio yes. and it was the Brady Bunch. The yes, boys. The three boys. <gasps> Christopher Knight. Uh, oh, it's Peter. Mike uh, Greg, and Barry. Mike yes. And they, Barry Williams. they revealed that they hadn't sang together since the Brady Bunch oh, all these years. Mike. And they, how'd they sound? They sounded good, good really good. And they're no spring chickens. No. They came over in the suits and they were sweating and they were like, <laughs> oh, and they were so nice. And I was like, I took a picture. I'll have to send it to you because I knew you'd freak out. And then I spaced on telling you. Peter Brady looks good. Don't you think? Yes. Yeah. They all He's like good, nice guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Wow. Johnny is- Bravo. Wow. You fit the suit. And then they sang their song. After Which they one? were revealed, uh, it's a sunshine day. Sunshine yep. day, everybody's shining. A sunshine. They day. still got it, you guys. They're like in their seventies. 
Happy today. <laughs> they're not in their 70s story. Oh, I mean, shoot. 60s. No. <laughs> oh, no. Their... And they so liked not... me. Don't put that on there. They're going to hate <laughs> no, keep, me. Keep, keep that, that in. on. Keep that on. I'm getting Barry Williams is the oldest, and he is 68. So you're close. But... Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I really wish I had been there for that. Can we talk I about know. John Sears? And I want to talk yeah, about... Um, 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 Brenda. Okay. Okay. Uh, she's a little business. Amy and she's, okay. Yeah, she's so. Again, in this episode, I feel she's so mature. That more, so much more mature than everybody else on the show. Like her I voice, literally wrote down in the office scene when we first cut to her. Why does Brenda look thirty? I mean, she looks great, and she's doing yeah, a but, great job. But it just was like, wait, she was I, a little snappy, snappy, caustic at the office, like a little bit. She was bit. She was doing her, her job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little. She was good. It just felt like a different character. It didn't feel like Brent. It, I don't know. It felt like she was in a movie of the week playing an assistant. <laughs> yeah, it felt odd. It felt yeah. odd. But then <laughs> she gets and meets Stewart. Yes, Why would you name him Stuart? Stuart? Why would you name him Stuart? What's wrong with that name? Stuart Little. <laughs> no, I don't know. He's definitely I just, not little. He's tall and handsome and all the right things. He's a dreamboat, mm-hmm. but it's just an odd. I don't know. I just wish you didn't have the name Stuart. That's all. Do you guys think Stuart's a babe? Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. 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 Stuart's a babe. Yeah. Stuart's a what do you think babe. of them? They're cute together. I mean, I, I. I loved in the foyer that instant like, oh, hello moment. <laughs> yeah. And I liked that. But then at the restaurant, I felt like, oh, no, this isn't going well. I thought they seemed like they had nothing to talk about. Yeah. It was so weird. Yeah. I was like, is this a bad date? Is this wrong of me to say so far in the show? I feel like Brenda, just Brenda, I'm not talking about Shannon. Brenda has no chemistry with anyone except Dylan and her brother, Brandon. <laughs> Like she has the most chemistry with her brother. Other than that, I, I just I'm going on the record. All her boyfriends, Rick, Stewart, I just don't feel any chemistry. Yeah, but I didn't feel the chemistry with Reek. <laughs> you know I'm right, Amy. You're right. You are. Yeah. No. You you are. Yes. I'm sorry. You uh, she the little slap goodbye, babe, at that fraternity party at the keg party was way more juicy than the like weird chocolate creme brulee eating with with Stuart. well maybe she, it felt awkward because she was like <clears throat> she felt out of her element element like it was such a fancy expensive right. restaurant and she didn't and he was so comfortable there and she was thinking i don't know if this is a good match yeah like do you think she thought it was cool that he's so loaded and like here's my let me slip you a 20 for the wine like does she think she, he's cool or does she think he's kind of a I I felt like she wasn't just wasn't comfortable around it. But you guys, she's been in this situation before. Hello, go back to the pilot where she went out with the older what was his right. name? Uh guy from Greece. Maxwell Caulfield. Maxwell, Maxwell Caulfield. Caulfield. He was rich and older and she was trying to play the part. And then hello, her ex-boyfriend Dylan is a millionaire. Like I don't understand why she's so out of her element with Stuart. It got better at the club. Yeah, once yeah. they started dancing. Because dancing is her thing, mm-hmm. dancing queen. Yeah, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just felt weird. And then the, <laughs> he, he drops her off 
And then they they kissed. And I felt good. I, I liked it. It was okay. Like by the end of the yeah. night, I was into it. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC 
was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. How about at the club when he's like, do you dance? Do you dance? Like, what's weird? I liked it that he danced. I love a guy that yeah, goes but out there and dances. Wouldn't you say, do you want to dance? Not, do you dance? <laughs> I'm not yeah, going to lie. It freaks me out. Like, well, in the past when I was young, like when guys dance. Want to dance? Yeah, I wasn't a fan. Even if they were good, I was just like, mm, maybe I had PTSD from <laughs> Brian. Like, since I was like 16, always being like, dancing at clubs and i'd be like oh my god okay so like anytime a guy would dance i was like fine line you want them to have a rhythm and be cool not really i'd rather have a brandon i'd rather have a brandon that's like i don't dance no let's hang out talk Mm -hmm. no i want someone that's like cool but like not full dancing with the stars oh my god and i and i and always loves to dance at a club Right, Jen? Yeah. Oh, he does. <laughs> yeah. He does. Oh, Amy, you would love it. Is oh, he a good dancer? Great dancer. Yeah. He, he'll, yeah. Get, he'll go out and get sweaty with you, like on the dance floor. Like, It'll you know. be all the girls and then Ian, because mm-hmm. guys are like, eh, we'll sit here and drink. And Ian's right out there, dan- not in a weird, creepy way. No. Like, he is dancing. In a fun yeah. way. <laughs> it's hard, though, for guys to dance, I think. I think. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah. You, you just kind of need to sway. That's all you need to do. Uh, then that's weird. Then you're like, oh, you don't have rhythm. I just rather a guy like sit back and watch us dance. <laughs> yeah, my husband. I like a is nice, a dirty dancer. dance. You wouldn't want to like do a little dirty dance with. I love a guy that can dance. Brandon. Like, don't get yeah. me wrong. I, when I go dancing, which is <laughs> all the time, you guys. Um, <laughs> but I love when the gu- when I have a, da- a guy that can like lead and dance. Like I want, want I like a guy that can lead a dance. I'm telling you, if yeah, you, but you had don't want it to be the guy that you're into, right? You'd rather be like a friend or a gay bestie or like you know, so you can like no, leave the other Derek behind Huff. and just get out there and do it. <laughs> Derek, Huff, Jenny, was it just the best? He was a good dancer. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Yeah, that was his first season on on the show though so he wasn't like in his groove yet he was like i'm new i I know what i'm doing but how do i do this for this show so he he was a little green um on that season but he you know he caught on real quick he's an incredible (laughs) dancer Mm -hmm. and a great guy yeah but i like it when you go and and then and i like it when my husband doesn't mind if i like this guy wants to dance with me is that cool because i just want to dance (laughs) Who's the best dancer between Brian, Jason, Ian, Luke? Well, it'd have to be Ian. Ian. Yeah, definitely. I mean, another win for my guy. mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So anyway, 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 sorry. They went dancing. They had fun. They made out. And then he asked her to marry him. (laughs) Basically. 
<laughs> he said, what are you doing for the rest of your life? <laughs> <laughs> so cheesy. Yeah. He just, yeah. Do you think Brenda likes him? Do you feel like she's, I think she's happy to like someone. Happy distraction. Mm-hmm. He's cute. He's got nice lips. I'd, I'd say go for it, Brenda. Yeah, but someone else is about to be back on the market, so. Oh, my gosh. Are we there? <sighs> I don't know. Let's go. Let's go there, but go from the beginning to the end so we get John Sears and his glory in there. Mm. Kelly, you're breaking my heart. Wait, go back to, okay, let's just talk about Dylan for a second. His car breaks down. Yeah. So sad about that. Is that the end of that car? Or does he get the new? I don't know what happens with the cars, but I like the new car. Well, yeah, I love the new car. So did the carjacker. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. very shocking. Um, That scared the peas out of me because yeah, I yeah. was just not expecting a scary arm to come like <laughs> ripping him. I knew we were lingering at that light a tad too long. So it was like <laughs> something's coming. I did not see that coming. And that was the weirdest like way to have somebody's just like that arm come in and grab his yeah, head shocking really and at intense. his chest With instead the, of side of his head uh, from the window like why and then sucker like and so because we were already sort of like beside ourselves with the let's see other people so i was god. sort of like oh god this yeah. is bad and then i'm thinking He's okay that's a bad night it. yeah that's a yeah. bad night for dylan Oh. But go back to the beginning of the episode, which he was yeah. so cute in, um, when he was talking to, when they went to see Cars. I think it was when they went to yes. see Cars. They were so cute together, all of them, and all three guys and Kelly. I don't know why she was there, but they went car shopping. I thought it was adorable. I don't remember that. I thought so, too. That seemed very, like, something y'all would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was cute. Yeah, but I loved it when... Um, there was one point when Luke was talking to somebody, I think it was Jim in his office about getting a new car. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about it and he did that thing. They were talking about um, Jim's old car and Luke did that thing where he went, like, you, know, <laughs> you remember? <laughs> yes. Do you remember he always used to do that? Always. What was mm-hmm. that? I don't know. Was it like, Home Improvement, you know that show Home Improvement? Yep. When they, when the tool guy or whatever would talk about like tools and stuff, the, the guys would get all excited and be like, arr, arr, arr. <laughs> I can't do it. But it reminded me of that. And I don't know. I just remember Luke doing that all the time and making me laugh. It's a little Fireman Bill-esque. Like, <laughs> Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. It was Wait, cute. was there a scene? Did I get this wrong that Brandon called Dylan Dillweed? Dillwig. Oh. <laughs> Dillwig. I don't know where that came from, but yeah. Did we all hear Brandon say the O word in this episode too? Orgasm? Yeah. I was like, oh. what? No, I didn't. Yeah. What did he say? Yeah. I what did he when did he say that? I remember. He said it. <clears throat> My notes say car dealership, Steve, Dylan, Kelly, Brandon. Brandon said orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird. Something about a Dodge Viper, maybe. Yeah. I was like, wow, that was a, whoa. And I saw a little foreshadowing moment when they go into the dealership and Brandon has his arm around Kelly. I was like, oh, I see something happening there. 
But they just seem like friends. They just seem like really good friends. For now. <laughs> so exciting. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I know what's going to happen, you guys. Like, I'm not, you know, I wasn't asleep. But I just don't remember, like, exactly how it happened or when it happened, all the things that happened. Like, I don't know what's going to happen with John Sears. I don't remember either how, like, the first initiation of the Brandon Kelly. Oh, John Sears. Okay. Why is he always so glowy? He looks, like, sweaty. He's, like, sweat. Like, sweaty. Like, now it would be, like, perfectly placed highlighter. But, like, how about when he calls Kelly and says... Like, whatever he says, what are you doing? She says, I'm in bed studying. And he says, what Ooh, are you wearing? Oh, my gosh. That is a. What are you wearing? And she's like, uh, not having it. How about the fact that she leaves him on hold for like an extraordinarily long time? <laughs> he stays. He stays on there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't like that. Like, let's talk all night on the phone Ugh. situation. She should but not be doing that. I mean, I get it. She's like on her way to doing like breaking up I guess with Dylan like she's been feeling Mm -hmm. these feelings of not being happy with Dylan for a while it's coming on coming on and then I felt bad because like Dylan's been Dylan went through this huge huge thing for in his life his dad died and Mm -hmm. I just feel like yeah she's at college she wants to have fun but it just doesn't feel very very, I don't know, like loving or yeah, yeah. I was patient. gonna say loyal too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like an adult thing to think, like mm. to process it. Like he's been through a lot. I need to stick this out and be there. Like you have your life to live too, and we have been setting it up that he doesn't appreciate you. So it's not out of the blue, and that's what that- happens when you're in a relationship and I mean, that's what happens with me anyway. If I don't feel appreciated or if I don't feel like my man's super into me or like, you know, is affectionate or, you know, I don't know. I just, I need to feel those, that, those confirmations. Like I just want to have it reinforced. And that's what happens with them. They didn't, he, he wasn't, but he was still totally into her and always very, Mm -hmm. he just doesn't want to do some of the things she wants to do, which to me is like, okay, fine. Who cares? Yeah. Like you go do your thing Mm -hmm. and I'll go do my thing. Yeah. But he's short with her a lot. I mean, here's what we're seeing within the show. So Mm -hmm. think of all the stuff behind the scenes. Right. If the show kept going when it wasn't right, filming right, for right. the hour. Saw you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, and it's always, like he's like mm-hmm. takes her for granted a little bit. And it it does feel like it might be a little bit more about Dylan all the time, Dylan's challenges or problems or what he wants yeah. to do. That's why Dylan and Brenda kind of work, because they're both about each other. Mm. Maybe. They're just both a little bit more broody too. Yeah. And like Kelly feels young. Mm-hmm. She wants to have fun. And she likes she likes John Sears like John Sears is the kind of type she thinks she wants right now. He's the fraternity man and he wants to do this and he's calling and he's happy and like all those things. So mm-hmm. even though he might be creepy, she thinks he's kind of cool. And he's making her feel good about herself. It's all about like it's that when you're feeling insecure about your relationship and then there's someone else that's waiting in the wings. Yeah, he's like he's giving you all the attention you yeah. wish you were getting it from mm-hmm. the one you love. Come sometimes out of that a nice van. diversion. He says, I hope your man appreciate what he's got. Mm-hmm. He doesn't I completely. Just, uh-huh. Do you think that the let's see other people was like just an easy 
way out? Like, why don't you just end it with it? That car scene, uh, I, I felt bad. I did. I felt it made me feel emotional because like I could tell that was really hard for Kelly to do because she does love Dylan. Why wouldn't she? But so she, she wants not to, like is she not breaking up with him? Is she saying let's keep it kind of open? Yeah, like, she said I I still want you to be my boyfriend, but she was like, let's see other people. Odd, so right. Confused. She wants to like kiss John Sears and not feel bad about it. Yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> but she wants Dylan like as the boyfriend. She wants her cake and eat it too. Exactly. Mundo. Yikes. Yeah. And then he's like, Yeah, well, maybe I'll call you sometime. <laughs> He's all have a good night. Like, so bad. I felt bad for him. My heart broke a little bit for Dylan, though. <laughs> it reminded me of when people say, I wish you all the best. Because that really means. Or, or take go, care. Go, oh, take care. Like, F off is basically what that means. I wish you all the best. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I hope you have a nice life. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder, 
But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up... (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Bethany Frankel. My time on The Real Housewives of New York is a few years behind me, and now I'm ready to put the real back into The Real Housewives. That's where my new podcast, Rewives, comes in. This isn't your typical rewatch podcast. I'm watching only the most iconic episodes from all cities. I'm sharing never-before-heard stories of what happened behind the scenes. And I'm not just pulling in cast members for post-game analysis. I'm doing something a little more interesting. If you've ever seen an episode of The Real Housewives, you know the drill. But beyond throwing drinks and legs, there are lessons about marriage, divorce, friendship, money, parenting, and fame. If you have the right minds, analyze and dig deeper. So I'm bringing on unexpected thought leaders and celebrities to give their take on the chaos. This season, I sit down with Elizabeth Moss, Kevin Nealon, Susie Orman, Griffin Johnson, and more. You'd think that there isn't much to learn from flipping tables and yanking wigs, but that's where you're wrong. Listen to Rewives with Bethany Frankel on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You want to try my new game? Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. Before we get to your ratings. Okay. There's one, two, three, four, five, five categories. Hottest hunk in this episode. Okay. What do we do? What do we do? I mean, if you're saying hunk, I would say John Sears because he's hunky. Wait, how'd you, wait, did I miss something? Yeah. We're doing my new game. It's five categories. I know, but how did you know, did you say hunk already? I said hottest hunk. You guys pick who you thought oh, hottest was the hottest hunk. hunk. In this episode? In this episode only. Hottest hunk. Is it, okay, are we talking physically, emotionally? She said hunk. What do you think? When you, when you oh. hear the word hunk. When you think of this episode, who kind of made you swoon? Kelly? <laughs> okay. So ridiculous. Next question. The oh sh- moment. Like, oh sh- The carjacking. Carjacking. 
Okay. Your cringiest moment. Maybe Jenny, when you had to watch like cringiest moment of this episode. Oh yeah. The cringiest moment for me was uh, the, the love making. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dan Rubin stroking his long fingers while he talked to Andrea. Two more no, gross. Sexiest moment of this episode. Oh gosh. We're both looking around the room uncomfortable. Is there a sexy moment in this episode? Mm, even kiss, with a maybe. sex scene, we're not able to find a sexy uh, moment. Maybe this is a the problem. kiss between Stuart and Brenda. All right. Yeah. Maybe the, the, maybe the camaraderie between the two roommates. That was sexy. You too. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, I didn't find that sexy, but <laughs> I'm just trying here. Last one. And, and some of these will work better in other episodes. Your best. Beverly Hills spotting like did you have a moment where you're like I remember that or when they showed something that I was trying to figure out what the restaurant was that Stuart and Brenda were at or Same, or that club. club yeah oh in the club I I think for me that would be the dance club because I can remember going to dance clubs like that like just giant dance yeah. places it brought me back <laughs> to my golden years nope my younger <laughs> no. years that's, I'm in my golden years no, you're not. <laughs> yes, these are our golden years, you guys. Stop it right now. <laughs> I am in you, my golden years. I'm going to say it loud and proud. Is you, that you? Accurate? I feel like you will start your golden years in 20 years. Ew, I'm going to be. No, <laughs> I'm going to be really old in 20 years. No, you're not. 70 and sexy. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how that goes. I would love it if you guys brought back 90210 when you guys are like the golden girls. So it's like 9021 old. Oh, my back. The podcast. <laughs> What'd you say? Oh, huh? my back. <laughs> sure. We've talked about that, that a million gajillion times, by the way. I would like, watch that. We've thought like, we're going to be doing this, these characters when we're in rocking chairs and like yeah. canes and walkers, hearing aids. And <laughs> I mean, they'll still be a fan base. <laughs> Yeah, I will be there. I would watch that. Like the the group all old. That's one thing in this episode I really felt like I when I was watching like just I miss everybody. I miss my friends. Like I felt like these guys were, you know, it's such a moment in time. I'll never get back. I really missed having that, those friends. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that. So I watched that show that you called my attention to called Reboot on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Oh, Have you watched yeah. it yet? I haven't watched it. Mm-mm. What do you think? Are you upset? It's good. It's really good, but it's exactly <laughs> what. Okay. So when Jen and I came up with the idea for BH90210, we actually wanted it to be a half hour single mm-hmm. camera. Mm-hmm. And basically the exact, yeah, a comedy, mm-hmm. the exact same show that it's about uh, a reboot. They go in and pitch at Hulu and bringing back the entire cast that hasn't been together in 20, 30 years, whatever, and filming a reboot of it. And it's the behind the scenes. Yep. That's what yeah. we wanted. We wanted to call it reboot. I think that would have been good. Relationships and everything. Yeah. It was really good. And then, do you yeah. think for your next round, next one you do, you need to come back? You're gonna do it, obviously. Please. Oh my God, Jen! There's you even need to a come scene back as the characters because we tried to get some of the comedy into BH Nine Twenty that was originally in the half hour we wanted to do. So there's remember the scene where uh, 
Brian and Tori or are doing a David Donna recreation scene and the erection. <laughs> yeah. They did it. They did that scene. Well, how, who, how did this happen? Because they used to date way back and now they're on the show again. And like, yeah, it's crazy. Oh my gosh. This is insane. I told you to watch it because I knew the premise was very similar, but I haven't it brought is. myself to watch it yet because it kind of irritates me. <laughs> That's but the show we wanted. It's great, to Steve Levitan. If you want us to guest star, we will. But uh, but <laughs> yeah, it was the show we wanted to do. And interestingly enough, we we pitched it Hulu. But uh, okay, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. But when we I pitched it, that. a lot of places Anyone were like, "Oh, really it's too awkward. insidery." And this is all about showing the trailers. <clears throat> yeah, they said it was too inside, and now look. Yeah. Well, yeah. times they changed. Apparently, three years. Yep. Who, who wants to show what they rated it? I oh, do. I do. This is my ooh, 6.5 from the Aimster. I got a 7. S- yeah, 7 is probably more correct. Because I had moments that I thought were a 9. You gave it a 7.S? That's a 5. Oh, I like your little 7. Yeah, I had time. I like this episode. I was into yeah, it. I, it held my attention, beautiful. which is hard to do with me i liked it too i think we're gonna see a lot more of stewart mm-hmm. i i think so we'll see more of john sears we're gonna see more of mm-hmm. dan rubin for sure yeah mm-hmm. the guest stars are really taking over yeah i like it it's a lot more I coming like yeah i like it um what about fashion for this episode <gasps> everybody's eyebrows are getting thinner by the really by the are. moment i like that it's gonna get worse yeah. i'm just warning you <laughs> <laughs> The hair's getting, Kelly's bangs are just gone. Gone. Brenda's bangs are gone. Yeah. I don't have as much hairspray. It's all getting more, as you like it, natural. Yeah. You know what I didn't like? Tell us. When Kelly was wearing clogs in every scene. (laughs) I didn't even notice that. Yeah. I think I had loafers on in one with my floral dress. Clogs, but yeah, clogs. Remember how big they were? Clogs they were are so back, though. huge. And yeah, were- the pro- the problem with this '90s, like as you're as Tori said, we're sort of transitioning into this '90s fashion. It's less standouty. Yes, I it's agree. A little bit more. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're not watching a TV regular. show; you're just watching like everyday life, which yeah, is cool. Yeah. One thing it's that just- was weird, well, kind of cool, was uh, Kelly was wearing a white t-shirt that she had cut like you know cut the neck thing mm-hmm. off and that was the, the start i don't think i have a t-shirt doesn't have i was gonna see that you hate no you hate, I hate like them. a shirt and then neck. i saw that i was like that's well, where it started from necks, and though. two days ago my 16 year old came out and she was like i just cut all my t-shirts and she cut all <laughs> of her t- her necks off and she thought it was like an original thought it's like cool <laughs> So do you do this thing like because it's kind of fun like with our our teens like we can predict what's coming next because we live through it <laughs> and how it's transitioning and so I don't be like I'm not like I told you so or but I'll be like oh hmm. so in about a year something like this is going to come in <laughs> like because we can do it like we, as we start I, to see I it happen down to think about it I could probably predict the future right and they'll be like whoa they're psychic when we're like no we just live through it. Oh, wait, you guys, there was a moment I wanted to talk about. What? Stuart and Brenda are leaving on their date. That was inside the Walsh foyer, and then they go <gasps> outside the Walsh foyer to the outside yeah. world. 
So I thought that would be interesting because that that inside of the foyer is a set on our stage. Mm-hmm. And then they opened the door and kind of like oddly all went out at the same time. And yeah. then they cut to the other side of the door, which was at the real house in Altadena. And it's so funny because they had to stand in front of the door. So you they had to all block the view of inside right. of the house because the inside of the house didn't look anything mm-hmm. like the Walsh's foyer, right? <laughs> so I just love so moments true. like that when there's... You this can, is when they're walking to the driveway mm-hmm. to the car and Stuart's like getting Brenda in that. I think he has a Mercedes or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And oh, then that's they funny. cut back to the Walsh's all standing like perfectly in front of the door that's closed so nobody can see inside the real house. <laughs> I don't know. I just funny. like things like that. I I just liked when uh, Jim said, want to join me in a bowl of cereal? And Brandon said, why, Dad? I don't think we'd both fit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bart Simpson had some good lines in this one. He did. That sounds like gobs of fun. He's just like... He's really on one. But he like borders on like Dreamboat and then like... Goober, Dork. like you right. know, Goober. Yes, I said Dork. Goober. Dork. Dork. Yeah, it's like, oh, don't. It's full no. dreamboat slash geek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, bless his heart. I think that's why I like. I kind of like him more now because he is kind of dorky and like. Yeah, I like yeah. that. He's vulnerable. He's fun. He's more fun. He's not all like uptight. Brandon got approved. Yeah. Right. Like right. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. But I you guys know. didn't name him hottest hunk, but okay. You he looked, would? He looked cute, but uh yeah, I think this season I I I lean towards him. I mean, we'll see, but mm. I can't believe I said John Sears over Dylan over yeah, that doesn't make sense okay. now that I think about it. First, I like that you went with your gut. It's okay. It's so weird because physically John Sears is totally my type, but I'm not attracted to him. He's totally not my type. Physically, right. Right. Yep. But he is mine, but I'm not attracted to him. Stuart or John Sears? If you guys had to go on a date, who would you go with? Stuart? Stuart? Stuart. Oh, physically? Any of them. Probably John Sears. But something about him I'm not attracted to, but physically, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Because he's Kelly. Creepy. I don't know. I just love this show. I really am enjoying watching it back with you guys. I just want to say that. Oh, yeah. I this think it's good. thriving right now, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it this is. is like a, I really love this thriving. season so much, and I didn't even see it coming. Because you were always like, I love the college years. And mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, whatever. But I really love the college years. <gasps> so good. How long are we yeah. in college? Uh, four it's years. Fun. Oh, I four don't know. T- in TV world, yeah. it'll probably be a year. I don't know. <laughs> Two seasons. Like four years. Four years. Some of us five. Some of us five. I liked it. I liked it a lot. What's next? Next week is season four, episode seven, Moving Targets. Are they going to go shopping at Target, you think? <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> I don't think so. Back, no Targets back then. No. And I see all the questions in Instagram. We're compiling them, so keep them coming. Yes, we love your questions. We love your comments. Good, bad, ugly. We like them. (laughs) And we love you. Have a great week. Bye. (laughs) 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.